quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood. Yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connected parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're here for another little episode. We are going to be talking about tantrums in public or upsets in public and what to do and how to handle them and how to navigate these public, which can be very shaming moments and aren't easy to to figure out exactly how do you come to them. Because in this parenting ideology, we really encourage kids to have their feelings and parents to listen to the feelings, but that can be very challenging when you are in a public setting and you have all kinds of eyes on you. And it seems like everyone wants to judge, right? You get the sideways glance from the woman who's walking by in the grocery store, or you get somebody who will make a side remark as as you're entering the airplane or whatever it is. I don't know if anyone's seen that viral video of the man screaming and yelling about the baby that was crying on the airplane that he was having a fit that the baby needed to stop. And that ideology and mentality is deeply rooted in our society and is out there. And the parents are meant to, in that ideology, shut the child up. So when we're having a tantrum or our kid is having a tantrum in public, many people around us have this thought that we need to make it stop. And that's the exact opposite of what connective parenting preaches is that you should allow the child to have the feelings. But it can be very hard to endure that shame and embarrassment of your child saying unkind things to you, being mean or throwing a complete fit, rolling around on the ground or throwing things or all the the crazy kids things kids do when they're not doing well and they're, they're not in their right brain. So I have a few ideas about what you can do to help yourself get through those moments and maybe even avoid some of those moments because they might be too difficult to navigate as parents and we don't want to lose it. I know for me, when when I was first parenting, I would feel obligated to punish or give a consequence or threaten my child when there were other people, other onlookers who I could feel had judgment around my parenting. And so I almost felt like, oh gosh, I have to 
punish them. I have to give them a consequence. I have to do something in order to get them to stop because everyone around me is, is expecting that of me. So the first piece is, can you let go of that? Can you really deeply say to yourself and think in a new way and say like, I don't care what other people think about me. And sure, that's easy for me just to say here behind my microphone in my, in my office and just say, oh yeah, don't care what other people think. But we need this change in our, in our hearts and in our minds in order to be the ally that our child needs. Because in these moments, our child needs us more than anything. They need us to see the best in them. They need us to believe that there's nothing wrong with them. They need us to support their feelings and they need us not to be sucked into the societal idea that they should just shut up because they don't need to and they shouldn't have to feel like they have to. And we can facilitate that by changing our mindset and really believing our child's having a hard time and it's our job to support them in that hard time regardless of what venue we're in. Now again, easier said than done. Sometimes we get into a big, you know, public area and it becomes very embarrassing to us that our child is treating us in a way that most people don't understand. If you've read my book, then you'll remember a story I tell about Pia throwing a huge tantrum in an outdoor mall called The Grove in Los Angeles and her running in front of the trolley and me having to run and grab her and her kicking and screaming and hitting me and you know, hurting me and telling me I was dumb and literally trying to scratch my eyes out in that moment. And it was so embarrassing because if you know anything about LA, people just look at you. I don't know why, but there's something weird about this city. I'm not from Los Angeles. And so I know when I moved here, I was like, why is everyone looking at you? Every time you enter anywhere, every time you, you're in any public place, everyone's looking at you. And Maybe that's just me. Maybe I think everyone's looking at me now that I'm thinking about it. People in LA are like, what are you talking about? But I believe that like everyone is looking at you. And in that moment, I thought everyone for sure was looking at me. I'm sure they were because my kid was kicking and screaming and having a fit and I couldn't manage it. And I tell this story in the book. And so you can read through it, but I end up taking Pia to my car parked in the parking garage because I felt like that was kind of the best place for us to be able to have the tantrum. So if you're feeling like you need to shelter yourself from the judgment and you need to shelter your child from the judgment and you don't want to endure it, I would say, one, change your mindset. And two, if you can't change your mindset, and that isn't also enough, even if you have, then exit. And that moment in my life, I hadn't really changed my mindset. I was in the process of, and I was deeply influenced by the people around me. And I, I thought that everyone was judging me. So I took her to the car and we got into the back seat and that sweet kid thrashed around in that back seat for probably 45 minutes, maybe an hour of just saying the meanest things and kicking the back of the seat and trying to hit me and losing it in this car. And people would walk by and I'm sure we're thinking, what is going on there? I'm surprised they didn't call security because she was so loud and really having this huge dysregulated moment. So if you can get yourself into that kind of situation out of the public arena and into your car or outside or somewhere where you can be with your kid and you won't feel so much of the judgment around a child having a big tantrum or big feelings. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. 
Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her responses or use their voice-to-text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. This book becomes a legacy, something your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I used mylifeinabook.com to compile my own stories to give to my daughters for Mother's Day. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code PEACE at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code PEACE for 10% off today. One of my other little tricks and tip is to respond with playfulness when your child starts to get dysregulated, not when they're completely out of their minds, like going full bore in this huge tantrum. But if you can see that your child is starting to bubble, like in this instant, instance in um, at the Grove, Pia was going up and down the escalator over and over and over again. And if I were a little more experienced in my pedagogy of connected parenting, I would have noticed that she likely was in a bad place because she wouldn't have kept asking more and more and more and more and more. She would have been able to adhere to the limit of let's go. So if I were thinking better in that moment, I would have started to play with her like Ben silly and say, I'm going to chase you down the escalator. We're going to go to the bitty babies. I'm going to pick out all the beautiful bitty babies. I want to see that. Did you see that bitty baby with the pink dress? She's so cute. And I would have tried to really engage with her and play with her and playfully get her out of there. So play can be one of your best friends in these moments. And if you can catch it early, play doesn't work if your child is already off to the races and in full tantrum mode. It will not work. Play works on the onset. So if you can notice that your child's bubbling, you can use a playful interaction to help move them out of that or just temporarily out of that. Or if you can get them to laugh, like if I could have got Pia to laugh in that moment, that can also expel some of their dysregulation and tension and stress. So using play in those moments, especially if you can get to laughter, can help dissolve the experience completely. Or you can use play as a stopgap. Can you playfully get them out of there just so you can get home to have these tantrums so you don't have to endure the shame of it in public? Now, if all of that fails and the child is still totally dysregulated in your public and you can't take it, I would pull the plug on whatever you're doing and say, you know what, we're going to 
we're going to go home and we're going to have our feelings at home because home is a safe place to have our feelings. And we want to um, really be able to give that safe place to our kids if possible. Sometimes it's not always possible. And then you're in, you're, you're kind of in like a fire drill moment. Like you're just going to go through the, you know, movements as, as well as you can and get through that really sticky, hard moment with your child and do the best that you can to get through it, to get out of there, to get home too. If you have older kids and they're starting to be dysregulated and starting to like either like complaining or being sassy or saying mean things to you, I definitely, when you first start to hear it, definitely use play. I use that tremendously. I use it all the time with Esme. She responds really well in those moments where she's just starting to take off, not totally out of her mind, but just starting to take off. I use I use play. I'll be like, oh, little girls who say sassy things are going to have to sit next to their mommy at dinner. That's so sweet. I didn't know you wanted to sit next to me. Now I know. Thank goodness. And I'll be like, do you need kisses? Do you need hugs? And then she's like, oh, mom. Blah, blah. But I stick in and I keep with the playfulness and I keep coming at it. And I'm like, well, I was dying to sit next to you. This made my whole night now. Now that you're so sassy, I just realized you must need to sit next to me. And now we're both going to be so happy and so cuddly in that little booth over there. And so if you can find some playfulness when they're saying those unkind things, you can almost get them out of it temporarily, or you could get them laughing and get them out of it eternally. Because if you can get to laughter, then they can expel the feelings. So that's one of the other ways in which you can try to navigate big feelings, especially with older kids, because older kids tend to not present with the big tantrums, so to speak, but they they present with disappointment or sassiness or really unkind words. And those are kind of easy to respond with play because they they lend themselves to being silly. And you can also make yourself the butt of the joke. Be like, I didn't know you wanted to sit next to me. You just had, you could have just asked. You didn't have to be so sassy. You could have just asked me to sit next to me. And then you can hopefully get them laughing and you can be the butt of the joke and that can move them out of that behavior a little bit temporarily while you get your public you know, display or your public experience in the restaurant or whatever it is done. Now, if you use one of these stop gaps and you don't get to laughter or you don't get to tears, your child probably is still bubbling, meaning they're still having a dysregulated moment and that dysregulated moment is waiting for you. So when you get home, is it important that you either set the limit or get your child laughing so you can expel those feelings? Because if you don't, if you just say, oh, I I got them feeling better and now everything's fine. But if they haven't really had a moment to offload, it's waiting there for you. And if you don't take care of it, it will fester. So processing it or helping your child process it when you get home is so important because then it it could lead to lots of off-track behavior like sibling fights, refusing to get ready for bed, you know, being super unkind. It will just stick in there. So even if you get through that moment, you still are obligated, really, I mean, say it, but you're obligated because you're the parent. You're obligated to help them get it out. And if you can help them get it out, then they will feel better and do better the rest of the night or the rest of the day or whatever it is because they've offloaded those icky feelings. So I hope some of that stuff is helpful for big icky feelings, either with a little kid who has a tantrum or with a big child who presents with 
disappointment and anger and sassiness and rudeness and all those things because it's the same it is the same process and it's the it's very parallel they're just bigger kids and they you just come to them a bit differently but it's the same idea of connection all right i hope that was helpful thank you for joining me on the peace and parenting podcast if you haven't yet left me a review or rating on itunes or review a rating on spotify i would be so very very grateful it helps keep us alive and present so that other people can join in this connective parenting ideology. I hope to see you next time on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.